Hi, folks. Welcome back. It's Mike Callahan again. Uh, we're up to step eight, so we're making some great progress. Just this one and one more, we'll be done with all nine steps. This one's about telling people about your, your true value. And you have all sorts of opportunities to tell people about your value. One is obviously when you're in a networking kind of a situation. Um, you need to be networking. You need to embrace that kind of concept and, and get out and meet people and, and network. We've been talking about it through some of the other steps. And so it's real important that you, you do network. Um, the other thing to think about is hey, when you're at a networking kind of event or a situation, you want to have your elevator pitch uh, prepared. And, you know, that's that 30-second pitch of who you are and what's the value that you bring and, and, the, and the kind of uh, impact that you can have in the, in the current job market. So be sure you prepare that. But the main thrust that we're going to talk about uh, today in telling your, uh, people about your value is in interviewing. Uh, we all go through interviews. They, they continue to evolve. Uh, there's a lot of uh, techniques that have been used to and are currently being used to improve the validity and reliability of interviews. But you need to understand those and be prepared uh, for your interview. So if you do have an interview scheduled uh, before you do the, go to the interview, uh, research the company, know what they do, uh, prep, prepare your outfit, be prepared, practice, and by all means, get there on, on time, get there a little early. Uh, the worst thing you can do is go rushing into an interview five minutes late, out of breath, and, and be all uh, upset because you, you got hung up in traffic. So do everything you can to get there a little bit before time. Now, there's two techniques that are used real commonly in interviewing. One's called a situational in question, and one's called a behavioral question. And a situational question is when they give you a hypothetical situation. For instance, um, looks like we're going to miss a deadline on an upcoming project. How would you handle that? Something like that. And what they're looking for when they're asking a situational question is leadership. So give some thought to how you would frame the response to that a situational question. And I offer a, a model to you that you might want to use, and it's called value. And there's four letters, V, A, L, U, and E. Now, the first is vision. So if you were asked that question, what happens if you're going to, it looks like we're going to miss a deadline, how would you handle it? You would respond something along the lines of, well, my vision is that I do everything we need to do to always make the deadline and the commitments that, uh, that we make to our clients. And then the second piece is in the alignment. That's the aligning the resources. So it's AL combined. The aligning the resources so that you would pull together the people, the team, the resources, the, the people that are working on, on the project and make sure that everyone understands what the priority is. The third is understanding, and that makes means you need to make sure that everyone understands where we're at with the project. And that's probably going to be the client also. So the team, your leadership, the customer or the client understands where we're at, and they understand where we're going to go, where the vision is and what we're going to accomplish. And then lastly, what you is an E for enactment. It's what you put in place to make sure you deliver on what you said that you've committed to do. So you'll have lots of opportunities for situational questions. And if you just kind of lock and load that value model, you'll be able to respond to uh, just about any situational question. Because remember, 
they're looking for leadership. And so if you can articulate what you would do in terms of B, A, L, U, and E, you're going to be able to demonstrate leadership. The second kind of question that's real common is a behavioral question. And behavioral questions are things like, tell me a time when you had to deal with a tough customer. And so they're looking for specific behaviors. The best predictor of future performance is past performance. So when they ask for a behavior, tell me a time, give them a specific time. Don't answer it generally. Don't say, well, we generally do it this way. Say what you did. And a good way to frame that is the STAR approach. And there's lots of people that, are, that talk about this. It's a real common approach. And essentially what it is, is you tell me the situation, you tell me the task, you tell me the action that you took, and you tell me the result. And the result is often mis, uh, missed and not uh, developed a lot, or it's really not quantified. So tell me the situation, tell me what your task was, tell me what your action was, and tell me what the result was. And if you happen to be interviewing with Ford Motor Company, they use CARD. C stands for a combination of situation tasks. So C is the circumstances. A is the uh, action. R is the result. And then they put a D in there. And the D is what would you do differently? And so that's a good way to reflect. Even if you're using STAR, you, you could get a follow-up question that says, well, tell me what you how you would do differently. So again, remember, if you get a situational question, use value. If you get a behavioral question, specific behavior, use star or card as the, the model to respond. So when you're, uh, a couple other things to think about when you're actually in the interview, um, you know, get there early, uh, leave the cologne and, and the perfume at home, um, be courteous to everyone you meet. Greet people with uh, with a strong handshake if that's appropriate, but definitely greet them by name and ask for the uh, interviewer's business card. And then at the end of the interview, when you're done, um, send a thank you note that day via email. Make sure you don't put any uh, have any typos in it. Make sure it's it's nice and tight. But definitely send send that uh, that back. Uh, another thing to keep in mind is you're you're probably going to be talking about as much as they're talking in the interview. So keep that in mind. And then also, when you respond to a situation or a behavioral question, it should be from about 20 seconds to two minutes in duration. So practice some uh, questions and how, see how long it takes. And you'll, you'll realize that uh, 22 minutes is a long time. Two minutes is a long time. 20 seconds is, is, is plenty of time. So you could, should be able to answer most questions in 30, 40 seconds or something in that range. If it's less than 20, you're, it's too short. And if it's more than two, then you're, you're running on. So hopefully that helps a little bit. I also am going to put a link to a video that I did for interviewing that gives you some more uh, techniques. And that will be included with this, uh, with this podcast um, in, the, in the documentation portion. So again, uh, we're almost there. One more to go after this one. I hope uh, you're continuing to pick up pointers and uh, the good luck in your career pursuits. Take care and have a great day.